Welcome to Do A Blessing CNS Church London's podcast, sharing the good news weekly. We hope you are blessed by today's message. this morning around the name of Jesus. One of the challenges that I see around at times in the body of Christ is that because if we do not have certain understanding of foundations of scripture, people may not really understand what Christianity is about. There is somebody that you know um, has left the body of Christ, not as well. He's left church attendance, not here, but church. And one of the you know everybody's trying to pull him or try to speak to him, and um, I kind of understood what is happening because one of the things is that you know his life is okay, things are okay. And there's nothing wrong, you know. In fact, things are getting, you know, better for him. I said, I don't need a household of church, or I don't need a household of this Christianity. And um, the, 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 the issue is that he's been sold the wrong thing about Christianity. So that is why you would, you would see somebody who would be a Christian who would say, I look at these people, they don't believe in God, and their life is better. Because, because the definition of Christianity you know, um, and as we begin to look at this, as we, as we look more into the Bible, because it's important, because I see people who are trying to explain God or who are trying to discount God without necessarily reading the Bible. I see somebody, you know, we go and go out, you speak to people, say, I don't believe in the Bible. Have you read it before? No. You know, the Bible doesn't make sense. Have you read it before? No. You get up there and say, you know, some people will talk about God. I was trying to have a chat with someone I know. Some people talk about, you know, who created God. How, they, how was God created? And the answer is clear. When you are talking about God's creation, you are talking about time. For something to be created, it has to be within time. And for something to create time, that thing has to be outside of time to be able to create time. This is science. I cannot push, this thing cannot just fall on its own. There has to be a force outside this entity to be able to push it for it to fall. That is law of energy and things when you understand science. So that means that for this thing to, to fall, it has to be something outside its own remits to be able to apply force to it. So for something to create time, the thing that can create time can only be outside of time. And when you say something has a beginning and an end, it is because there is time. Time allows you to measure if something has beginning and end. Does that make sense? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
You know, so some of the things that people talk about, you know, you just wonder, you know, and, and you know, it's like when people uh, bring out science and they say, do this, do this, and you're like, you know, what does that science actually say? You know? Amen. You know, at times you read, you, 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 I was, I was listening to, and at times, you know, I was, I was just listening to something and, when you, when you, when people say that um, those who are worshiping Orumila, you know, and for those who are Yoruba, and the actual meaning of Orumila means Orulu Meritumala. That is, we too don't know. It is somebody up there that will determine. So everybody is saying to you, we have no clue. Amen. God help us in Jesus' name. So as we talk about the name of Jesus, because you know, as we begin to look closely into it, you know, was it two weeks ago, three weeks ago, my 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 wife's boss husband died, and towards the end of his life, he had to meet Christ himself. And the wife said, you know, I am happy that he met Christ towards the end of his life. You know, and I began to look at you know, people at that level, <laughs> you know, and he, they've seen it all. You know, when I talked to my wife's boss, to the glory of God, was it three weeks ago, my, my wife had to have a team's meeting one-to-one -one with the vice, um, sorry, um, with the health minister of, of, of Australia early in the morning. And they had to have some conversations on what, on things and things. Are. So what I'm trying to say is that our boss now it's now, it won't be somebody that will be speaking to a minister. Do you get what I'm trying to say? And so that's what I'm trying to say is that so when you see people at that, le at that high level now saying that I, I am at peace, my husband, my husband has, has met, my husband has met God finally. You know? And you see people in church who say, ah, see, those lights are better. And you'll be like, you know, I think we are, the, we, are, we are at the level in the body of Christ now where, where we are at, like Moses is, at, is taking the people of Israel at the, at the seaside. I mean, you know, Moses is taking, is taking people at the seaside and, and, and you begin to see that, you know, the people that were suffering, we're telling Moses, take us back to Egypt. Moses that has been enjoying all his life, he's saying, no, we are going forward. Does that make sense? People that they've been using cane to beat, to hit. Say, our life is better off in Egypt. Now Moses that's been living in, in the palace is now in the wilderness. And they're saying, no, we will go. Moses said, no, you have to wait here. What did they see? What was the difference? The Bible says that, see, I might not be, I'm trying not to quote your Bible, I'm you about tomorrow. So Moses met God himself. The people of Israel met science. The only thing they understood about God was that he could do this. So when the issue about wealth, when the issue about feeding came, their, their thinking was different. God grant us grace in the name of Jesus Christ. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
So as we, as we just keep on um, going as we read and understand more about the name of Christ. Amen. So, hallelujah. Now, when we look at the name of Jesus, one of the of the challenge, one of the issues is that people just think that when I call the name of Jesus, it's important that we understand what is happening when you call the name of Jesus. And the Bible clearly gives us an illustration of what is actually going on. That is what brings your confidence because you understand what that name is about. You understand what is happening at that point in time. So the Bible says the first introduction of it is when the, um, they were talking to, to, um, to uh, um, uh, Joseph. And the Bible says that the angel was said, and she will give back to a son. Sorry, I'm reading, I'm reading most of the Amplified this morning. The Bible says she will give back to a son and you shall call his name Jesus, which is the Lord's salvation. For he will save his people from their sins. So when you call the name of Jesus, you are saying, I am saved from my sins. Because what is separating you and me from God, what is separating you and me from God, like the Bible says, is our sins. So when you, when you are saying, in the name of Jesus, what is happening, what is coming to play, is the salvation of God from the power of sin. So that's why when they were introducing Jesus, the Bible says, you shall call him Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. So that means that, see, when you, that's when you can read the, the Isaiah, pointed out the problem. When Isaiah says that it is not that the ears of God is too, is, too, is too hard for him to hear us, it is because our sins has made us far from him. Isaiah was identifying the problem. So when Jesus came, the God gave a name that what that name did was to was to was to solve that issue was to solve that issue and as we begin to look at this even further i will be trying to i'll be trying to show or to 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 so when when i appear before god and I say in the name of Jesus, what that name does is that it brings the righteousness of Christ into play on that conversation. Amen. 
Amen. Alléluia. Amen. So, when you see, when we go further, just, 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 let's just read, um, let's just read, um, hallelujah, amen. John chapter 16, please come. John chapter 16, it's just down, 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 down the line, so I'm just skipping a couple of things. Now, this is Jesus, Jesus saying, talking to us, and Jesus giving an, um, an illustration about what is happening. About what is happening when, when we are praying. John chapter 16. Do you have it up? It's not calling true. Okay, yeah, don't worry. So the Bible says, Jesus, this is Jesus talking. Jesus said that you, at that time, you would not need to ask me anything. But I tell you the truth. When you ask the Father, ask the Father directly, he will grant you your request because you use my name. Because you use my name. Now, the Bible says to us, the Bible says that you have not done this before and things like that. So I'm just going to just read that same scripture to us in Amplified. The Bible says... The Bible says that, and let's just go to the Amplified, please. The Bible says, in that day, you will not need to ask me about anything. He said, I assure you, most solemnly, whenever you ask the Father, whenever you ask the Father in my name, please note what he says, as my representative, When you ask the Father in my name as my representative, he said he will give you, he would give, he will give you. Amen. Can you just close the doors, please? Amen. So what the Bible is saying is that when we ask the Father, when we ask the Father, in the name of Jesus. Jesus is saying, you are coming up as my representative. You are coming up as my representative. You are coming up as my representative. So what, what, what is happening is that when I stand before God, the Bible is teaching us that you are coming up as a representative of God. A representative of God. 
And the Bible says, until now you have not asked the Father for anything in my name. I said, he said, keep on asking and you would receive. We will get, we'll get to that point. But what I'm trying to lay emphasis on is that when you stand before God in the name of Christ, the Bible says, Jesus said, you are appearing as my representative. Because you cannot stand before God in your own righteousness. So when, that is why when you are saying in the name of Jesus, that's why Jesus said, whenever you speak to the Father, make sure you speak to him in my name. Make sure you speak to him in my name. Hallelujah. Now, how does it Okay, let me just give an example. This is where, this is what, what it means when you are speaking as a representative of God. When you are speaking, when you are, it's, it's as if, it's as if you are, it's as if you are, you are, um, I'll give an example. Maybe you come as a, a governor. The governor was supposed to attend the place. Or let's say the, um, the Queen of England was supposed to address, address the place. So the Queen of England now sends you. When you enter that place, you will sit in the seat the Queen of England is supposed to sit. Everybody is clear you are not the Queen of England. But when you are sitting at that position, you are sitting as a representative. Does this make sense? Amen. Hallelujah. What we need to do is... Hallelujah. So, amen. Now, let's just read the scriptures together as we try to make sense of what this is all about. Because what we're trying to do is for you to be clear of what is happening so that you don't rely, at times, we may be relying on the wrong things in the place of prayer. You are more conscious about your own ability than that name. For some of us, that name is just like something you hand prayer with. But the apostles understood that. So the apostles will say, what we have is the name of Christ. Because there was an understanding of what happened. So when you are reading Isaiah, when he said, he said, he said, it's your long wolatibowa, amore shewalotimua kurolodore. When you stand for you and say, in the name of Jesus, you are coming up as a representative. Now, when the representative of the Queen of England wants to speak, 
he doesn't say that this is what I think. When they want to invite, they will say, we are inviting this and this, who is speaking on behalf of the Queen of Earth. So, the Bible says here, let's just read Ephesians chapter Ephesians chapter 2. Amen. Can I, can I tell you something that's going to be very interesting? Most of, and this is just God, most of what you hear there is, is being said now. <laughs> it, is, it is just everybody's reading from the same script. And the script writer is God. Hallelujah. Amen. God help us in Jesus' name. So the Bible says, uh, the Bible says, um, the Bible says, Ephesians chapter 2. Ephesians chapter 2. The Bible says, even, even when we were, the Bible says, even when we were dead, we were dead, slain by our own shortcomings and trespasses. He said, we have been made alive together in fellowship, in union with Christ. He gave us the very life of Christ himself. The same life which is, which, with which he quickened him for us by his grace. Let's read on, please. Just want to just point out uh, uh, verse 6. Okay. The Bible says, he has raised up together with him and has made us to sit together with him. So when you are sitting before God, you are sitting together with Christ. And this is extremely important that we understand as a Christian. So that when you say, in the name of Jesus, you understand what is happening at that time. So, the Bible later says to us, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. So there's a lot of uh, activities everywhere. God help us in Jesus' name. Bible says that Bible says um, Ephesians chapter if you if you go to Ephesians chapter 1, please. So what we are saying is this. When, because I am, I have my shortcomings as a as an human being. Isaiah had told me what my issue is. Isaiah said, "It is not that God cannot hear, but my sins have become an issue, and there is no way I can wash myself." that I will be pure. 
So as a result, the name that stands in between is the name of Christ. So when I stand and I stand, I stand as a representative of Jesus. Now, what that means in simple terms is this. The authority that is backing Christ backs that name. When demons bow, they don't bow to you. They bow to the name. You will see an example of the donkey that was walking around, a common donkey. But as Jesus sat on that donkey, people began to put uh, what's it called? Um, their clothes and things like that. What do you think will happen to that donkey when that donkey is coming back home? And Jesus has come back and he wants to he wants to walk on people's clothes. <laughs> he will discover that the respect was not him. The respect was the person sitting on him. So, as we come to the name of Jesus, what happens is that heaven backs that name. But when you go to the story that we read earlier, Peter now said that, why are you surprised that this man is healed? Peter said to us, Peter said that it is faith in that name. Basically, it is not that we are perfect. It is not that we are perfect. It is just faith in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus,
when the Levite wants to bless people, I'm so sorry I might be going up and down, Uncle Nathaniel. Just because we won't go as far as we wanted to. Um, amen. Hallelujah. So the Bible says, that, okay, when, when you read the, the prayer of the Levites, the Bible's God said that he said he said he said when you when you do that's what he said may the Lord be, uh, may the Lord's face shine upon you may His name uh, may his, um, his face His countenance be upon you and may you find peace and the Bible says by this way I will place my name upon them when God wants to protect a human being He places His name on that person why because it is that name that that respect comes upon. So you would see, you would see, um, amen, you, um, John, let's go to John, John chapter 17. It's down, down the line. John chapter 17, yeah, you pass it, yeah. The Bible says, Jesus talking, Jesus said, during my time here, I protected them by the power of the name you gave me. So Jesus is saying, God, See, all my disciples, the way I was able to protect them is the, is the name you gave me. I was able to place it on them as a result. That is why in the CNS fold, when they are doing um, sanctification, Isiabo, they just don't say, you can pray. But the most important thing is when you are sitting in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Basically, what they are doing, they are placing the name of God on you. Amen. So it is not for those who will be giving. It's not that you just go around and just do the idea. You just walk away. You get what I'm saying? What you are doing, you are deliberately, sorry, you are deliberately placing the name of God upon them. So, so when you begin, so Jesus said, Jesus said, I have protected them by the name you gave me. And that is what the name of Christ does. Maybe you are the position when... Oh yeah, let's go to Numbers. Sorry, I have a number, just the one above that. Numbers chapter 6, verse 23. He said, tell Aaron and his son, this is how you should bless the Israelites. Say to them, the Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord makes his face to shine upon you and the Lord be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Verse 21, 27, it says, So they will put my name on the Israelites and I will bless them. So when you see the holy or the uh, people going around with oil and things like that, what they are doing is this scripture placing the name of God on them, and that's why I told see, forget about who is be, be conscious at those times that God, your name is in placed on me, your protection is upon me. So it's not, it's not enough for you to do, uh, put your head down, and you take your head and you just, you know, and you have, and some people they are anointing at the same time they are talking to somebody else. Say, no, 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 I'm coming, I'm coming. Oh yeah, quickly, quickly, quickly. And things like that, and just annoy them and they go. I'm not saying that your prayer, the protection is not, is not there, but you have lost the opportunity to connect to that very moment. 
and say, Lord, your name is being placed on me afresh. There's so many things that happen within our food that, you know, at times, you know, my concern that there's, you know, people just, it's become a routine that so much that people don't even know why they do it. You get a chance. People say, no, you don't have to anoint them. You don't have to put your hand on everybody. Just, just, I'm not saying, please, don't get me wrong. Some churches, sometimes people understand it, that you can place oil and give it to people to put on their foreheads and things like that. There's nothing bad in it. But there's a scriptural way, there's a scriptural background to what you see them do. God grant us grace in the name of Jesus Christ. So, so when you see what we are talked about briefly this morning, the apostles had so much confidence, they knew what they were carrying. So when you go to Acts chapter 3, just now, Acts chapter 3, the Bible says that when Peter saw Peter, when he saw Peter and John, about to enter, he asked them for money. Peter looked at him straight and, and said at him and said, and said sorry, then Peter said, look at us. So the, man, so, so the man gave them his attention and expectation to get something from them. Then Peter said, silver and gold I do not have, but what I have I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. And when you go to verse, when people were asking, when people saw that they were, the man was healed, Peter said something which was quite interesting. Acts chapter 3, we'll go from verse 11, that same chapter 3. He said, They all rushed out in amazement and at Solomon's column, and where, where the man was holding. Tightly to Peter and John. Peter saw his opportunity and addressed the crowd. People of Israel, he said, what is so surprising about what has happened? Basically, because this man walked, should not be a surprise. So he later on says, why do you stare at us as though we had made this man walk by our own power? And godliness. So basically, what he's saying is that the power is not in us. Let's read on, please. The Bible says, For the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of all our ancestors, who had brought glory to his servant Jesus by doing this. In this same, in this is the same, um, this is the same Jesus whom you handed over, rejected. Before Pilate and, and, and despite um, despite Pilate's decision to release him, let's read on, please, just because of our time. And please look at verse sixteen. Through faith in the name of Jesus. So it is not calling the name; it is understanding what that name does. So Paul, uh, Peter said, through faith in the name of Jesus. This man was healed. And what we are trying to come to this morning is the fact that when you understand it, I'm understanding deep things about the name of Jesus. I am more, I am more conscious of that name when I call it. So when I'm praying for somebody, I am my 
my heart, I don't know how to put it, but it's as if your heart is raising at a particular level. When you call the name of Jesus, you know, that, that name, you should feel that sense that I have finally stamped this thing. God grant us grace in the name of Jesus Christ. I just want to add a word of encouragement for us even as we come to the place of prayer. Matthew chapter 7 from verse 7 and we're just going to read the Amplified because the normal, the other translation will tell you, you know that we'll, we'll read in this way that um, Acts Acts and you shall receive Knock and you shall find. But one thing, I'm going to read it from the Amplified because what the Amplified does is that uh, like the word Amplified, it amplifies, it enlarges a particular, um, a particular thing for you to understand what it is. So the Bible says, act. Keep on acting. And it will be given. Seek Keep on seeking and you will find. Basically, what the Bible says is that I, at times you may ask once and that thing may still be taking a process. The Bible says, keep on asking. The Bible says, for everyone who, who keeps on asking receives. And everyone who keeps on seeking will find. And anyone who keeps on knocking, the door will be opened. So the Bible says, ask, keep on asking. The door will be opened. Seek. Don't stop at once. Keep on seeking. See, it's interesting how he puts it this way. He said, ask, keep on asking. It will be open. So basically what he's saying is that it will eventually open. Just keep on asking. Why I read the Amplified? Because the Amplified tries to bring the actual interpretation from the Greek. Amen. Hallelujah. So, as, as we read on this scripture, the Bible says, now, what does this mean? This means that God is saying it's not a question of if God will do it or not. He said, just keep on asking. He said, it will be given to you. He said, seek and keep on seeking. He said, seek and keep on seeking. He said, you would find. Verse 8 now said, for everyone, everyone who keeps on asking. So for everyone who keeps on asking, receives. It is anyone who asks once. 
said, anyone who keeps on asking will receive. And everyone who keeps on seeking will find. And, and to him who keeps on knocking, the door will be opened. No wonder when Jesus now went further. Let's go on, please. He now began to say that what he's saying here, don't doubt the mind of the Father. He said, all oh, what man among you will, will his son ask for bread and instead give him stone? What he's saying is that because you, are, you keep on asking, don't let it be in your mind that maybe God doesn't want to give you. That's why Jesus said, see, which one of you? And the Bible later goes, he said, or, or, act, or he asked for a fish and instead give him a snake. How, he said, if you, evil, sinful by nature, as you have, know how to give good and advantageous gifts to your children, how much more will your father in heaven give good and advantageous gifts to those who keep on asking for you. So when Jesus is talking on the altar of prayer and he's saying the name of Christ works, but he's saying, don't ever think I am not on your side. Ask, just keep on asking. It's as if, it's as if somebody is knocking on the door. And somebody, Jesus is saying, no, that person is in there. Just keep on knocking. They will come to the door. And what the Bible is saying is persistence in the place of prayer. Hallelujah. So when the name of Jesus is called, Heaven backs it. That's why the Bible says, at the mention of the name of Jesus, everything shall bow. Those in heaven, those on hearts, and those underneath the head. That means that that name, everything bows to that name. Why? Because can I Ask, can I just, you know, let's just look at it this way. Why would God honor the name of Jesus? What is the need for God to honor the name of Jesus? Why would God himself, as it were, withdraw his own self back? Don't say God, say Jesus. I'll give you this illustration. Jesus said, when the Holy Spirit comes, he will not speak of himself. He will speak of who? Of me. Jesus did not say he will speak of God. He said he will speak of me. When God appeared about Jesus, he said, this is my son. Why is the, all the three parties pointing to Jesus? Because that is the way by which you can be saved. So when God honors the name of Jesus, he's saying to people, that is the name by which everyone will be saved. Mm -hmm. 
So what I'm trying to point to is that there is so there's so much interest of God in the name of Jesus working that you you gone yourself you want it to work. That is why the Bible will say, let every knee, um, every tongue confess, and let every uh, everything in heaven and things that have, uh, bow down. When you read the end of that scripture, it says, to the glory of God. Because the interest of God is that every man be saved. And that is why he keeps on pointing to that name. And that is why everything bows at that name. Because that is the name by the Bible says that there is no other name by which any man must be saved but the name of Christ. So when you stand in the, in the presence of God and you call the name of Jesus, please remember what has happened. You are saying, I am saved by God. So when you approach God at his throne, he doesn't see you. He sees Jesus in you. You know, somebody gave a situation which is quite, you know, a, a, a couple went for honeymoon. They got to the country. They lost their bag. They took hours to find it. The hotel did not provide taxi. It's felt like the hotel was at the other end of the, of the, of the city. So they had to take, they just spent almost all their savings to get to the hotel. By the time they got to the hotel, the room was somehow so you know the honeymoon was finished even before the God of course you know they started blaming who booked this who did this who did that and things like you know all this kind of thing and so the husband now called his so his mom was now called what's going on and this and this the woman now went on LinkedIn and looked for the owner of that friend of that the whole hotel group and sent him a nasty email <laughs> and so they, immediately they refunded everything. What was happening? The man was still dealing with the manager, but he went to the highest courts of all. Now, when you stand in the name of Jesus, it takes you past all those levels to the very presence of the Father. And when you say, that's why Jesus said, whatever you ask the Father in my name. That's why he kept on saying, don't forget. My name is not just the addition to your prayer. It is not three hours prayer that has answered. It is the name that has answered. And once you begin to know that, you begin to see how, that is why when the Bible says that, you know, when you see a demon in the name of Jesus, because that is what, that name produces, that name produces certificate. So this one is free. When somebody is under the oppression of, of a demon, and you say, in the name of Jesus Christ, what that does, that Christ paid for the life, for that life, and just you are presenting a, a certificate to them, say, excuse me, they've paid for this one, let this one go. Does that make sense? God help us in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. So as we come to the place of prayer today,
Thank you for listening to this week's sermon. Have a blessed week.